Hi, welcome to episode 16 of Dow Talk. This is Dow Talk Weekly, your one-stop shop for everything Dows. I'm Tommy. And I'm Frisian. All right, let's get into it. Frisian's uh, not in his normal spot this week. And if you're watching the video, you've kind of got a little spoiler on the screen about where he's at. But Frisian, give us a update about where you're at, what's going on, and everything that's happening in the Dow world around you. Yeah, I'm out here at MCON. Um, it's a you know kind of low-key, intimate event, totally focused on DAOs and DAO builders in Denver. Um, it's been really good so far. We're about halfway through the event, and there's been a lot of amazing panels, events. I've met a ton of people that I know from the internet in real life, which is always very fun. Um, so yeah, I'm out here. I'm in my hotel room, you know, recording a quick episode of Dow Talk before I get back to the events. So stoked. Yeah. Stoked for the rest of the day. Awesome. Really, really good stuff happening out there. I've gotten some little bits and pieces from it. Um, definitely check them out on Twitter. If you haven't, there's been some really good panels and some, some good content coming out of MCON. Uh, I'm disappointed I couldn't be there this year, but I will definitely be there next year which I'm hoping it'll be called MCON 3. And this is the two something else. Am I missing something? No, no, that's it. Last year is MCON 1. And then I heard yesterday from an OG that there was an MCON 0, but it was like 30 people. So <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure next year will be MCON 3. And uh, yeah, you should go. It'll be dope. Moving right along. We've got a pretty short week this week, but that doesn't mean that it isn't exciting. So joked out a little bit of an update. We'll start with, you know, just kind of a community update from them. What's going on with uh, Jokedown and, you know, what's happening in the Jokedown world as it relates to Dow Talk? Yeah, sure. So um, we talk about Jokedown a lot uh, on, on Dow Talk. It's a really interesting new primitive, uh, new Dow tooling kind of um uh, approach where they do the voting on chain but it is more about like fun and road mapping and community feedback so um the way a lot of people use tally today it's like the form the on-chain proposal is like fully formulated in advance of it being submitted and then the community can just say like yes no or abstain from voting whereas joked out kind of takes a different approach where Anyone, they kind of organize into contests, which are like time-bound events, and then anyone can submit a proposal uh, and, and vote on it. And so you end up getting like tons of submissions. And then um, this kind of like dynamic voting environment where the community weighs in to help, you know, figure out what the best, what is the best submission. So we just recently concluded using JokeDAO for DAO Talk to help us find three under-the-radar DAO builders to interview on DAO Talk. And the content just ended. Um, super great submissions. It was very competitive. Um, there's three DAO, under-the-radar DAO builders who won. Um, Karen, Kleina Menick, and Chiron. Um, they're all great people. And it's cool because they were all submitted by someone else, basically by their friends. Um, Gaia, who uh, we've worked with on a bunch of stuff in the past. Um, Karsten uh, Potter, who is like an awesome contributor re to Rehash and a bunch of other DAOs. And then Maurice, who's also written for the Tally blog in the past. So, um, so yeah, so super excited to interview Karen and Klein and Menik and Chiron. And you'll hear them on Dow Talk coming soon. Yeah. Um that contest turned out really well when we first started 
we joked about, you know, it's either going to get botted out of existence or no one's going to do it. And neither of those things happen. So I'd consider that a success. And now, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to have our first, um, I don't know if you call them co-hosts or guests on Dow Talk weekly, uh, coming up pretty soon. So look forward for that. And I'm sure we'll do something more with the community and, and getting more people on Dow Talk weekly in the future. Moving right along, someone we haven't talked about um, that much on Dow Talk. We actually released a Dow Talk interview with the co-founder Will Papper this week from Syndicate Dow, which is um, originally and still is, you know, an, a way to form investment DAOs, uh, pretty much with with no code. Um, they've released a new platform called Collectives, which is a really interesting way to build social networks and, and community primitives um, on the blockchain. And, and they've released uh, not a new version, but like kind of an updated uh, different version of the, the classic ERC-721 contract that has to do with NFTs. Uh, Frigian, do you know a lot about this or want to touch on it other than um, What's said right here in the tweet? Have you had time to dig into it? Yeah, I haven't dug deeply into it, but I have had a few conversations about it with people here at MCon, so I've gotten a little bit of context. Um, it's, I think it's kind of like a competitor to Lens, um, which is Abe's social media, like decentralized social media protocol. Um, I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool that like they're doing it fully on chain um i think you know obviously syndicates is more like targeted at um like companies and investment clubs and angel networks which is like their i guess their core what their core product is the audience their core product is serving but i think it's a similar approach overall to lens where basically you know your profile your social media profile and like all of your connections live on chain and are therefore like owned by you, but also come with some of the other benefits of, you know, on of like blockchain uh, data, which is that they're composable and can be permissionlessly like used and leveraged by anyone. So I think this is super cool. It's, it's interesting that they introduce like a new standard. Um, that's always a challenge in like software. Um, the ERC 721 is obviously like a very entrenched, standard um it's basically the nft standard and so they've created like a new version of it that's kind of customized for this use case so we'll see how much traction they get there if that ends up being a point of friction um but yeah i think i think it's really cool um i think it's really cool and can't wait to see how people use it yeah i think a little spoiler we might be using this for content going moving forward just because we've had some issues this week distributing that but uh i'm excited to to use this um i just playing around with it a little bit before we started recording it's super super simple super easy and a lot of the uh issues you might run into have already been thought about from the team you know in regards to uh, uh claiming nfts if you don't know how to make an nft artwork token gating um integrating with a lot of other tools in the space for instance like guild or joke dow um maybe even tally i haven't really dug deep into you know what are the integrations or what is um the, the ability to use that, but something we talked about on the podcast with Will, who is the founder of Syndicate, is his, his big uh, like passion when it comes to 
to Web3 and crypto is is the idea of composability. And I think if you look at everything Syndicate's doing, um, it is around that idea of like, hey, we have this, I mean, we put out the clip about him, like we have this this network, this technology that um, promises this code will run forever without failing, without, you know, being tampered with, you know, the things we can do with that and the things we can build. Um, the ideas and the possibilities are endless and Syndicate is one of the, um, coolest DAOs, in my opinion, exploring that idea of composability and then also arming um, the rebels, per se, um, with the tools to build the future. So excited to see what comes of this, and I'm excited to build on this as well. So let's move right along. We got a tweet from yours truly, Frisian, finishing the day off at MCon World with Denison from Tally and Jules from Zero X Metropolis, formerly known as Orca Protocol, answering the question, do we really need another DAO tool? Do you want to talk a little bit about um, some things that were discussed there, things that have been discussed over um, your time at MCON? I think that idea of like, hey, DAO tooling, do we need more? Do we have enough? Should our you know efforts be focused somewhere else? I think that's an important thing to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, I'm biased, but I think this has been one. This is one of the best sessions at MCON so far. Um, if I were to give like a TLDR to the answer that like Denison and Jules has answered to the question, do we really need another DAO tool? It's like yes, but with the caveat that DAOs are going to like grow and change exponentially in the coming years. So it's not that we need another tool for the current state of DAOs. Um, it's that, you know, what a DAO is, is going to change over time. And there's going to be many more of them and there will absolutely be a need for new tools to emerge to support those use cases going forward. Denison gave the example of like the internet and the growth of the internet and how 10 years ago or 20 years ago, a lot of people didn't have a lot, you know, many of the like, or they didn't use many of the basic building blocks of the internet. Uh, you know, they didn't necessarily like create social media accounts or use smartphones um, or do any of the behaviors that are like completely ubiquitous today, but now they do. And it's kind of because they have to like as adoption of the internet, like globally by people and businesses and governments and organizations has, you know, gone to basically like full, full penetration as like a person, you kind of need to end up adopting a lot of these internet primitives. And Denison's point is like, I think we're going to see the same thing happen for DAOs over the course of the next five to 10 years. Like it would just be like, if you have an internet native business of any kind, or you want to do stuff together with other people on the internet, you will make a, some kind of DAO and use DAO tooling as we call it today. And in that world, there's going to be, yeah, just kind of like a need for more and more tools to serve that infrastructure and experience. So uh, that, that was like Dennis and Jules' take and, and definitely something I agree with as well. Yeah, that idea flows directly into this tweet I saw from Jihad, who works at Guild. We have all the tools we need to build great DAOs, but go on about how tooling is too early. And then he follows it up with a really, I think, important justification or clarification. We can simultaneously 
have all the tools we need today and still have a long way to go before we have truly great accessible tools. Um, I think that kind of speaks for itself. I don't know if you want to add anything to that. If not, we can just move right along. Yeah, I think it's it's like a chicken and egg problem or like a virtuous cycle in the case of DAOs and DAO tooling. Like people create tools, DAOs use them, they refine them, they find the gaps, people create more tools, which allows more DAOs to exist within press against the limitations and the UX and usability of those tools. And that's where you get kind of the circle. So if you look at the state of that cycle at any given time, it's kind of like easy to point out the flaw, which is like, we already have tools, but DAOs aren't fully using them, or there's not enough DAOs to use all the tools. Like <laughs> that's what it looks like at any given snapshot or moment in time. But if you take take a step back and look at the way it's playing out over time, it's like a very positive cycle where like there's already tooling that exists. DAOs use the tooling, you know, they find the gaps. More tooling is built, and we kind of like evolve into yeah the the future that way. Yeah, I think you can even like look back at past episodes. It's been interesting to watch your like philosophical growth in in regards to like well, how you view this because remember a long time ago not that long ago but like a long time in crypto was a couple months like you were always like i mean jokingly too like there's too many tools not enough DAOs, and then you're like i'm gonna single-handedly build all the DAOs to use all the tools um but i think it's an interesting point right? if you look if you look out if you zoom out um you, you see that cycle that you're talking about which is, uh, I think, why we're all here and why we're super excited about the future. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, DAOs still have to be working. I saw an interesting tweet kind of along this line. It's like, it might have even been an MCON. It might have been a quote, but it was like, everyone wants to do governance, but no one wants to work. You know, it's along the same line. So, yeah, I still, I, I think like one of the points Jihad is making is like, as that cycle evolves where it's like, tooling is created, DAOs use the tooling continue uh like the the side of the market or like the part of that cycle that needs more effort going into it is the actual creating and building of DAOs right now and i i still agree with that so even though i have this like long-term view i still think what's needed most right now is more DAOs, and definitely still plan to just be like yeah creating DAOs for sure like that's what content guild is about um and i think more to come there it's i think it's more nuanced than just like and I think that's the point of the tree is like, and what we're discussing, you know, it's not just too many tools, not enough DAOs. There's more, more to that than just that. So exciting. All right. Um, our last little bit of news this week is, um, sorry, I just bumped my mic. DAO Research Collective released a really awesome thread from a workshop they did this past, I think it was earlier this week, correct? I think, um, some, it was last week, last week, last week. R- R- last week. Uh, our CTO is there, correct? Yeah, Raf from Tally was there um, with like, yeah, this is like an even smaller, even more intimate event than MCON of, uh, yeah, DAO operators, researchers, and is a little bit more on the research side. Um, whereas I would say MCON is very much on like the practitioner side, like people who are actually building. Um, but yeah, I've, I heard really good things about the event from Raf and a couple other people that we work with at Tally, um, like uh, Kyler Wandler uh, from Sporos Dow and Han from from Uniswap, um, who are both there. They said it was a really good, yeah, a, a really great day. Yes. Yeah, speaking of Kyler, he is the one I believe that uh, put this thread together, which is um, 
a preliminary thread of kind of, you know, the conclusions and, and research they did um, this past week at, at that uh, collective or at that workshop. I don't know what I'm saying. It's called Dow Research Collective at Dow Research Co. CO. It's a 49 tweet thread if you don't um, want to go deep into what is released later on. But it's a really, really good thread to um, dive deep into what they talked about and hear directly from some of the best and brightest minds from like VCs, researchers, operators, um, founders, contributors, etc. in the space. So go check this thread out. It's really, really good, chock full of information. If you remember, or this sounds familiar, Dow Research Collective is um, the organization that released the library for basically anyone in a Dow, from a contributor to an investor to a founder, et cetera. Um, it is, in my opinion, still like one of the, the single best resources you can have in, re- in regards to anything. Um, as it comes to DAOs, um, if you're looking at the screen now, you can see it's literally just a search bar and you can search basically any topic. Like we can just search governance, search governance loading. And you have all of these, um, I mean, top search results for, uh, governance as it comes to DAOs. And then you can just look at everything that's listed on the site. So if you ever have any, um, questions or you're, you're not sure where to start with anything, um, this is a great resource and I would direct this to a lot of people who want to uh, learn more about DAOs too. I think it's good for any level. Yeah. Lo- love this resource. Um, we've been talking about them pretty consistently since they launched. One of the themes that we've been talking about at Tally coming out of the Stanford blockchain conference um, is this question of like, what are DAOs uniquely good at or what do they uniquely enable? And this also ties back to like the Denison and Jules MCON talk that that we just covered, which is like, um, you know, if DAOs are inevitable, like what are the behaviors that that people want to do together on the internet or businesses want to do, organizations want to do that are uniquely enabled by DAOs? And then how can we focus on those as builders, but also like as tooling providers? How can we focus our, the tools that we're, you know, providing around those unique capabilities of DAOs. So anyway, that's one of the things we've been talking about, just like at Tally, um, that came out of the conversation at Stanford. Dope, dope. Yeah, look look for a lot more content coming out of out of that uh, workshop, not only from Tally, but I think for people in general. I think that's going to have a lot of lasting effects coming in the coming month, especially as um, I'm going to make a prediction, like, hot DAO or cold DAO winter, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I'm still thinking of a name, but I think um, September, October, November is going to be um, a very, very big and exciting month for DAOs and just the Web3 space in general. So let's move and finish up with a meme of the week. Unless you have something maybe to say. Like, maybe hot, hot DAO winter should be a thing. It's like everyone says hot DAO summer, it's hot girl summer, it's hot DAO builder summer, but like you really need to heat in the winter, you know? So maybe, maybe, maybe hot towel winter should be the thing, or we could do something around cuffing season. Like I, I'll be honest. I don't really know what cuffing season is, but like I you, see people post about it and oh, just the name is on. hilarious to me. You need a little bit. Okay. Cuffing season frigid is, this is the resident boomer. And am I, am I, what am I, what is my generation? You're like right on the line, but I think of you as a zoomer. Okay. I'll be I'm a zoomer. Um, cuffing season is 
when you switch from summer to winter and winter you have you know hot girl summer you know you're promiscuous summer you're not tied down you do whatever you want and then cuffing season is when you you cuff someone so like think of it like a handcuff you're 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 locking yourself down you're in a relationship for the winter and that's so you can do all your spooky season activities go to pumpkin patches go to uh (laughs) go to mazes for halloween have someone to bring home for the holidays and then when it comes to spring it's hot girl summer starts all over again but you know that's where cuffing season comes from so i hope that's been a uh insightful explanation but yes i think we should do something with cuffing season for uh dow i just dows i just got to think of like what what is the good word for that if you've thought of anything yeah okay that that's kind of what i figured cuffing season was just like intuitively but you know some i didn't want to make any assumptions so thanks for that breakdown tommy that was that was clutch um yeah yeah like like this is going to be cuffing season, you know, for DAOs. It's like, we're all going to find the right match. You know, the DAOs are going to find their tools. The DAOs are going to like partner with each other. You know, there's going to be like, everybody's going to evaluate and then settle down with their tools and their like partner DAOs over the winter. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. That's a stretch. I'll keep working on it. In progress. I'll think about that as well. But all right, we're kind of already in the meme of the week, but let's move all right along. Meme of the week. <laughs> I've, this is me. I've, me trying to figure out what's going on in the world via meme since I refuse to watch the news. I don't know about if that's you, Christian, but I refuse to watch the news. Bruh. <laughs> I, I, I don't consume the news. I actually think it's like most news is very unhealthy and like intentionally presented in such a way that like causes adrenaline spikes and anxiety in people. And like very, very rarely do they dive into any of the like underlying trends that are driving things, which is the actual interesting part. So yeah, I'm not a fan of news and I get all my news from Twitter and I do like, it's kind of like the cuffing season thing. Like I see people talk about cuffing season, but I refuse to actually look it up. So I'm like, I just try to figure out what cuffing season is from like <laughs> people's jokes. And that's that. That's exactly how I consume uh, world news. People just talk about it. Like right now, everyone on Twitter is talking about how the queen passed away. RIP. And like, I, what I'm learning is that people have very differing opinions about the queen. Like some people are like, RIP. It's a great lady. Other words, British people say. And then the other people are like, they hate the queen they think that she's like an imperialist. And so, yeah, half the other people are like, yeah, that's right. You're done queen. And I'm like, wow. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, anyway, I, I, I get all of my current, you know, world event information from Twitter for show. And I also am like as muscular and have as big of a jaw as this guy as well. Yeah. I've actually seen Frigian in person. He's, he literally looks exactly like this. It's pretty insane. Actually. He's like six, five and, uh, it's just the the beard is lined perfectly but uh yeah i'm just a chad you know <laughs> go see make sure to go to your next uh, local dow conference and you you'll see him there but uh yeah that's been episode 16 of dow talk we'll be back next week in our i've been my normal location frigion will hopefully be back next week and i don't know if we're gonna have our first guest next week or the week after but look out for that Stay up to date with everything at Tally at TallyXYZ on Twitter. That's where we tweet a lot about Dow Talk. Follow us on our personal accounts at 0xFrision. Frision is F R I S S O N. And then me at Tommy Lauer. 
It's been a pleasure talking with you this week, Frisian. Enjoy the rest of your time in the greatest city in the world, Denver, Colorado. All right, bro. Listen, I'm next week I'm going to be at home where I belong in Salt Lake City, which is very dissimilar to Denver, but just better in every way. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's been good. It's been great. But need to get back to my home base. So, yeah, we'll see you next week. All right. Peace. Peace.